Listener Production. How do you feel about making mistakes in your parenting? Do you bounce back or do you ruminate on what you did wrong? Parenting is inherently a human process done by imperfect humans. And so we can always expect that mistakes will be part of it. That doesn't necessarily mean that we're not doing it well, though. Welcome to the final episode in our special series, Parenting the Parent with Dr. Rebecca Ray. In this last conversation with Rebecca, we're going to look at what happens when we don't manage to apply everything we've learned, when we make mistakes, and how we can continue to move forward. Feed, Play, Love with Siobhan Hunt and Rebecca Ray. Here's the thing. You're listening to this podcast because you care about being a good parent and you want to do better. So in this final episode of Parenting the Parent, we're here to tell you it's okay to make mistakes. It's part of the gig. Dr. Rebecca Ray is a psychologist, author and mum who understands the value of mistakes. So Beck, I'm sure I read somewhere that learning is good, but failure helps you grow. <laughs> I also have to laugh at this because, yes, I'm someone who understands the value of making mistakes, but can I just be honest and say I reluctantly understand that? <laughs> yes. um, as someone who's a recovering perfectionist and has a history of not um, feeling all that great about mistakes, I've, I very much accept mistakes as part of our human experience, but I don't love it. No. I, I wish I we had a way where we just, there was a rule book to follow and it was easy, but uh, being human doesn't work like that. So no. I'm with you because I completely believe in the value of mistakes. Yeah. And I have always felt that you don't learn anything without making mistakes. And I tell my children that all the time. Yeah. But I don't feel it. The thing is, it's accurate, right? You are telling them something that is true. You tell yourself something that is true. I swear, I have failed my way into this studio to be doing this <laughs> podcast. Not just as a parent, yes, absolutely as a parent, but also in my career at large. My entire journey is one failure after another, which has progressively meant that I am where I am. Those things aren't bad, but man, at the time... Did they feel good? Absolutely not. And yet they are um, unavoidable and also irreplaceable in their value. And do you think it, it's even harder to be okay with mistakes when you're a parent because you feel so responsible for your child's well-being that you think, if I make a mistake, I'm just totally messing them up? I think there's a couple of things that happen here, actually. The first is the stakes seem higher, right? You created this being and you know everything you know, so surely you should be able to get this right, hopefully. And then there's also how you were parented and perhaps what you don't want to repeat. So there's a lot of expectations on your shoulders from yourself to begin with. And then there's a lot of expectations that come from outside us onto the process, it can be really difficult to allow ourselves the space to be human in all of this. And I actually think our natural response to the threat of making mistakes is to try even harder to be perfect. 
which is not helpful at all. <laughs> and I've got to say that the reason why I wanted this to be the last in this particular series of um, episodes is that we have just done, this is our 12th, so we've done 11 really great discussions on how we can be better parents. So much great advice. So I've learned so much in the process. But then I kind of come to the end and I still want to say, okay, it was great you listened to all of that. But if you don't do this all the time, every day, if you make mistakes, it's okay. And also we do too. So we're not sitting here doing every single strategy that we've talked about in the last 11 episodes. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm I'm only here asking the questions. You're the psychologist. I'm assuming that you are doing all the things, Beck. Absolutely not. <laughs> Eight years at university did not make me a perfect human. Super disappointing. I really hoped that, that wasn't be... on your degree. No, it wasn't. Um, and I do think that our evolution as people in our relationship with ourselves part of that, or at least for me, part of that expansion has been a softening into self-compassion and a softening into self-forgiveness with the parts of myself that I am improving, that I'm learning to like, and that I'm working on um, transforming so that it can be closer to being aligned with who I want to be. Now that requires me to accept mistakes as part of the process. And I think one of the things that people can automatically assume is that they're making more mistakes than the next person, especially when it comes to parenting. There's no limit to the amount of information that we can go and search for um, on telling us how we should be doing it, that sometimes it's very tempting to look at the way we're doing it and going, I'm getting it wrong, but you're not. Tied into that, I think, is there can be a sense of shame attached to making mistakes when you're a parent, where do you think that comes from? Again, if we go back to the stakes being higher or they're, they're seemingly higher when we're talking about a little person that is ours to raise, when we're looking at them and their helplessness and the fact that we're responsible for teaching them the world and how it works and how they work in it, it can feel incredibly uh, uncomfortable emotionally to acknowledge when we're not doing that so well, when we got it wrong, when we said it wrong, when we missed the point, when we accidentally invalidated them, when we um, accidentally lost control of our own emotions. And what happens is because the, the stakes are higher, higher, we can end up sinking into a shame spiral. There's something about me that's defective as a parent because now I've broken my child. Rather than seeing a small mistake as part of the entire parenting journey, and even some big mistakes, we tend to focus on uh, what we did wrong rather than focusing on what really counts when it comes to parenting. And that's the way you actually repair when you've messed up. There's that saying, to err is to be human. And that's a fact. That is truth. So we need to accept that we are imperfect as humans, but when we are imperfect, it's how we actually show up for our kids in fixing that, that is what they're going to hold in their mind. How can we change how we feel about failure? Mm, let me just say that I'm not about to throw some kind of affirmation at you. 
that oh god, I don't mind an affirmation that feels vacuous. <laughs> no, I'm concerned about something that feels like it's been pulled from an Instagram tile, um, <laughs> like um, failure is learning. Like just go with it. I, I have a friend who calls failure. She combines failure and learning to call it flurnings. <laughs> I and love it. It's just a bit gimmicky for me. So. I don't actually want to tell you how to um, feel better about failure. Instead, I want to invite you to accept that you'll feel uncomfortable about mistakes, about when you perceive that you've failed. But I want you to understand that those things don't equate to your worthiness as a human being. So you can mess up as a parent. It doesn't make you less valuable. It doesn't make you less worthy. It doesn't mean that you're not enough. And that's what's most important for being able to move forward. My concern is if I gave you some kind of line that you could say to yourself when you failed, that you would then expect to feel okay about failure. And I don't know about you, I just care too much about what I do in my life that failure never feels great. Yeah, I always feel like, oh, I just wish I got it a bit better. And while I'm not saying that you, you probably aren't as perfectionistic as Chev and I are as we sit here and try to get this really good for you. Um, one of the things though is if you do have a tendency to criticize yourself and to want to do the best that you can, it's probably unlikely that you'll be in a place where you'll ever feel great about failure. So let's not pretend that you will and instead say if you're going to feel uncomfortable, just understand that this is contributing to your growth and also, it's not, it has nothing to do with your worthiness as a human. I think one thing parents worry about is that they'll make mistakes that are unfixable. They'll do something, like we said, that will break their kid. How do we know the difference between, between mistakes we can repair and those that are harder to recover from? I think this is a really great, great question because... It's something that it can feel like the lines are fairly blurred around, especially if you have um, particular limits for yourself and you perhaps breached those limits. You might have limits on not wanting to yell in front of your child and then all of a sudden you did and it feels like there is no way to come back from that. Look, honestly, my opinion is as a psychologist, kids are resilient. They are incredibly forgiving little creatures. Sometimes when we don't feel like we deserve that forgiveness, there's not much that they can't recover from. But I would like you to consider that the times when their psychological safety is breached um, and it goes a step further to breaching their physical safety, that's going to be much harder to recover from than if there was a time where you were stressed because dinner was burning on the stove and little Johnny was pushing Play-Doh into the carpet, you know, like, and all of a sudden you felt like you couldn't stop yourself from crying in that moment. That's different to if there was an actual breach of both their psychological and their physical safety. So if we use an example of something we've learned in this series, let's say it is about how we co-parent with someone else yeah. and uh, let's say you're in a situation where you're not on the same level as your parent, your co-parent. Maybe your co-parent has yelled at the child and then you've yelled at your partner mm. and it's all going crazy and the kids are feeling unsafe. You're not doing things the way you would like to do them. You're not being the adult in the situation. Yeah. 
but it's complicated, right? There are mistakes in all different levels there. How do we repair that situation with our child? Um, you need to repair with yourself first. So when we're talking about parenting mistakes, sometimes if we immediately go to our child, what can happen is we're so vulnerable and we're still dysregulated that we're seeking forgiveness from them, which destabilizes them even more because they then can be pushed into a position where they feel like they're responsible for making us feel better. So first of all, repair with yourself. And what that can sound like is, I'm a parent who's human, who's doing my best. And right now, my best wasn't what I would like it to look like, but I'm okay. I haven't broken my child. I'm not less worthy as a parent and I can do better once I've calmed myself down. And then you go and repair with your child from a place where you're calm. And depending on the time of day that this has happened and what's happening for the kids, um, understand that if this has happened between you and your partner, you may not have repaired with them yet. <laughs> I love that life. But it's important to be able to um, repair with the kids as soon as possible. So once you're calm, go and have a chat to the kids. And your aim here in psychology terms is to restore their psychological safety and to show them that you're now regulated. So in other words, your feelings have been tempered to a level where everyone's safe in the environment again. So you might say something along the lines of, I'm sorry, kiddos. I really didn't say those things the way I wanted to say them. We don't yell in our family. I know that. And I just got upset and I accidentally raised my voice. Can I please have a do-over? Can I try saying that again? And what you're showing them is you're acknowledging what you've done, which is really an in, uh, integral part of an apology. And then you're also showing them that they are allowed to have a say about this because they can turn around and go, no, you can't have a do-over. I mean, they wouldn't. <laughs> it's very unlikely. Kids are so forgiving. It's very un unlikely, unlikely that they would. But then you want them to be able to see that people get second chances, even when they're imperfect even when they do the wrong thing, because you know how kids grow, right? Is they do the wrong thing and they learn where the limits are by doing those things. And then finally, when you get a chance, repair with your partner. And rem <laughs> Sorry, I just love that we almost forgot that bit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> repair with your partner when you can and understand that they're probably not happy with the way that they acted as well. This can be the challenging thing is if we're both suffering from the pain of our mistakes, it's really important to approach each other from a place of compassion rather than shame. Because if you come at each other from a place of shame, as in this is what you should have, do, should have done, and if you didn't yell, I wouldn't have yelled, then all of a sudden you're creating that divide and making it even bigger. If we approach each other from a place of vulnerability, which is I wasn't the parent I wanted to be right then and I didn't support you in that situation. I want to do better next time. Then all of a sudden we're opening a place of vulnerability and in that place we can be courageous enough to reconnect. One of the things I've learned over the years in terms of 
how we raise our children is the importance of role modeling. Mm. I love it and I hate it at the same time because yes. I'm like, oh, if I just be a good human, then maybe they'll be good humans and I don't need to worry about what lessons I'm teaching them. <laughs> but I think this is a really interesting point when it comes to mistakes because as you have mentioned previously, I don't like making mistakes. You don't, nobody likes making mistakes. No. When we're the adult in the house, we may not want our children to see us fail. Yes. Because we want to be the strong, secure person that is always right. Yeah. So I'm just wondering how we can model positive failure to our children when we're just going about our adult lives. Mm. You know, so if I say, for example, I forgot to pay the power bill yep. and the power goes off, I, for one, know my husband would be very irritated, <laughs> as would I. I'd be like, oh, my God, I can't, the fridge is going to defrost and all the food, blah, blah, blah. Yep. So it's a mistake that I feel. Yes. How do I own that in a way that my children will learn something? I think we need to separate out the ownership from the feelings. So you can own it uh, the same way that we just talked about with repairing, as in I made a mistake. I wish I had have remembered to pay the bill, but it fell off the fridge and I forgot that it was due and I've missed it. And we've now all got consequences thanks to me missing that particular bill. I'm sorry. But that's not to say that we can turn your feelings around and stop you feeling guilty around that. So there's a separation there. Apologize say the words, I'm sorry. It's great for kids to hear us use the language that we encourage them to use. That's the most powerful modeling we can ever give them. You know, we spend so much time saying things like, be kind and share with your friends. And those things can kind of be abstract until they actually see us feeling uncomfortable and using those words like, I'm sorry. Um, and then the next thing is to explain to kids that um, we then have a responsibility to fix the mistake that we've made. What I love about that is that part of the role modeling is actually apologizing to our children. Yeah. So that part you say, we expect them to say things that we don't say ourselves. If your inclination as an adult is to kind of pretend that you don't make mistakes, pretend that you're always perfect, they're never going to learn how you want them to recover from a mistake. Perhaps not even how you want them to be able to recover from a mistake, but that they can in the first place. I really think that especially people of our generation that have grown up with baby boomers as parents who perhaps very much struggled to put words to their feelings and own their mistakes because of the way they were parented, then often grow up thinking it's not safe to make mistakes. And ultimately, everything that we're talking about right now is that you will make mistakes as a parent. And in doing that, you can show your child that they can make mistakes and still be emotionally safe. They are still valuable as human beings. They are still okay. It doesn't make them defective. What would you say to those parents who have been with us for the whole way but are afraid of making mistakes? Oh, that's a really good question. I want you to honour that fear. And I want to remind you that that fear means that you care so incredibly deeply. It's what makes you the parent that you are. And that parent is wonderful 
And that parent is shaping a little person that's going to do amazing things just by existing in the world because of who they are. And you're shaping who they are. Mistakes are part of that. And they're never going to feel comfortable for you. So you can feel scared about it. You can feel um, some anticipatory guilt for what you might do, do wrong. I can't take that away. But I can invite you to um, remind yourself that the reason that discomfort is there is because this is an incredibly important journey that you're on and we can't ever underestimate that. Beck, it has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you today and always. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Chef. That was the final episode in our series, Parenting the Parent with Dr. Rebecca Ray. To catch all of the episodes in this series, make sure you follow Feed, Play, Love on the Listener app. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Feed, Play, Love, a listener original podcast. If there's something you'd like to learn more about, email me at feedplaylove at sca.com.au. I'd love to hear from you. For more great kids and parenting podcasts, check out the Listener app. And don't forget to follow us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.